Yes, the workers meet. I'm Jean Lance. A beautiful redhead is here. Good morning, Bonnie Mathias. How are you? Love to all those people that worked the polls last night until 10 o'clock and then closed early voting and had to go and drop off your stuff. And God knows what time you got home. You're probably not awake, but I love you anyway. And the workers meet, of course, is about... Everything from the point of view of working families. Yes. We like to start off with things you can do. February the 26th, today at 10 a.m., block walking with the AF of LCIO of Dallas. All right. At 1408 North Washington. What's that woman's name? Marilyn Davis. Marilyn Davis. Marilyn Davis will meet you at 1408 North Washington at 10 o'clock. February the 26th, today is the birthday of Johnny Cash. He was born in 1923. <gasps> oh. February the 27th. Screen Actors Guild Awards on TV. Those are the only labor awards program. And that's on tomorrow night? Yep. All right. March awesome. the 1st is election day, and it's also the day of the State of the Union Address. Yes. So a lot of people will be okay. tuning in. Yeah, it's also something else. And it's so Fat Tuesday. It's Fat it's Tuesday. It's Fat Tuesday. All right. This is it, baby. Lent starts Wednesday morning, so... If there you're, you go. Do you have to be Catholic to do that? I don't know. I'm not. <laughs> March you the, do? Okay. Oh, we have a caller. The next... Uh, okay. Just a minute. I'm just not done. <laughs> March the 11th is the next possible government shutdown. Oh, yes. And March the 13th, 6 p.m., a demonstration at Dallas City Hall for global pandemic help. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Thanks for waiting. What? <laughs> Didn't want to wait Hello? that long, did he? Hello? Are you there? Hello. Hey, hey, Bonnie. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Well, I'm on the road. I just want to tell everybody, uh, don't forget to pay. It's all, everything in America, in God we trust on the back of that money. Uh-huh. I want to let them know this station is the only force that we have now. And if I don't say nothing else, don't let them take our communication off the air. Only money can keep it on. So, Make sure we, we start paying our pledges. Which, you know, don't just promise, like, I'm, I'm going to stop doing that, too. I'm going to send my <laughs> pledge in this week. I love you, Imani. Thank you so much. And that means so much. And the good news I, is, I'm, the good news is, I wish. Okay. The good news is. I'm 100, but I'm. I'm going to two funerals this morning, so pray for our family. Oh, All right. God. Well, thank you for thank calling. Thank you, Imani. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and the good news is, is that one? we uh, have survived another fun, another fun drive. Yay! And we are set to stay on the air for another three months. And I'm forever in the debt of all the people who pledged. And there were a bunch of them. Yes. Good morning. Thanks for calling Kay and the Hello. Oh, we got the wrong number. <laughs> Good morning. Okay. You're on the air now. Okay, go ahead. Good morning. Good, Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, you know, I, since you guys started off talking about the elections, I just wanted to comment on some of the uh, political ads that I see oh. that are so dis- despicable. Yeah, good uh, idea. When you you when you're talking about, uh, say, for instance, uh, the guy that's running against Bessie Price saying that, well, she's spent money on a CRT woke <laughs> conference and all this other stuff. And then you have George Bush saying that the Guzman's not going to protect the border and she's the CRT and all this stuff. And 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 from my, uh, in my opinion, when you have a political candidate mm-hmm. who will slay mud rather than talk about issues, 
Mm-hmm. That's indicative of his character, of their character. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we and we just got through with a guy being president of the United States who had obviously no character, and now he's uh, uh, surreptitiously supporting. Uh, Vladimir Putin by saying it, uh, oh well, I don't He's a genius. Members of his cabinet. He's a uh, genius. That's right, that's what it, he said. He's a genius. It's, it's, it's <laughs> it, it, I hope the American people, I would, I would, I wish the American people would just wake up and, and smell the, the proverbial this coffee of how some of these guys, this is what they're going to do when they get in office. Mm-hmm. Because they have no character. They have no uh, no 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 morals. They have no uh, no. They're inhumane, uh-huh. and and they're running for office. And it, it should, it, you should see that you don't want anybody like that making life and death decisions uh, for people. Do you, and, let me ask you this though: you, you've been you've been monitoring the candidates and their advertising now. Are there any of them that you like, or are you are you basically just saying that they're they're all pretty trashy? Well, uh, as far as who I would endorse, I really, I'm really not at that point yet because we're still trying to thrash out mm-hmm. who's actually going to run for the offices in November. Yeah. That's and, right. And, and that since, comes since, Tuesday. Since, since I'm a Democrat, uh, uh, I, I really don't have any Republicans that I would mm-hmm. endorse. Amen. But <laughs> it's just, even in the Republican Party, when they're going against each other, mm-hmm. Bessie Price sticks to the facts of yeah. what she's done and what her platform is. Right. Yeah. But the guy is, is slinging mud and saying she's talking about CRT, woke, which is a slap in the face, Black Lives Matter, yeah. which is disrespectful mm-hmm. of black people. So, And Bessie Price isn't doing that. Hey. And, and, and I'm sorry, go ahead, Brian. Don't you find it interesting that all of the, all of the Republican commercials talk about how they're going to stop Joe Biden? Not about how they're going to help you feed your family or take your kids to the doctor. They want to stop Joe Biden's agenda. Yeah, Whatever that yeah, is. Whatever that is. I, I don't know. <laughs> and and uh, I don't think any of these things, oh, it, these type of people, again, that indicate to you that they're, what they're, they're scurrilous and unscrupulous by the way they campaign against another person within their own party. Yeah. Right? yeah. Right. So why would I want to vote for you if you don't respect your own party, uh, fellow party people who have a right to run for this office? Right. And they, and they got so much money now. They are, there's so much money, and so much of it is secret money. Yeah. They did uh, announce last week that you mentioned George P. Bush. I forgot what he's running for, but he got $100,000 from his uncle, George W. Bush, oh. and another 25000 from his other uncle, Jeb Bush. And uh, <laughs> I thought that was funny. So we got a whole bunch of Bush money. But, but yeah. We're, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who are we for, Bonnie, in, 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 the, in the Republican uh, run for attorney general? I don't have a favorite in the Republican <laughs> attorney general. Well, I'm it does Louis look Gomer. like... I, I, I would probably be for Louis Gohmert, except that the station does not allow us to in, endorse anybody. But I will say this. When it comes to just plain comedy... The ones that give the most 
a bounce for the ounce. The ones who give us the most <laughs> stuff to laugh about. <laughs> Louis Gomert is way out. Oh, in he's front. ahead of everybody. So I that, just I, I, I would hate I would hate to not have Louis Gomert to kick around anymore. But you got any more opinions on that, brother? <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> that was funny. That was funny, wasn't it? <laughs> but uh, again, I just want to say people should be paying attention yeah. to the way a candidate uh, addresses the issues as opposed to attacking the other candidate. And when you say Biden, as if Biden is mm-hmm. trying to stop people, not doesn't want to protect the border, mischaracterizing stuff, and 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 and, and Trump on the other mm-hmm. hand, and just just just. Cronies are saying that Putin is a smart guy, and oh, yeah. it, you know it's it, it, it's unbelievable. It, it's actually traitorous. Oh, I saw him. Wasn't it? Wasn't it Mike Pompeo that set up and, and yeah, talked about Mike how Pompeo. he was he was he was just so smart? Oh my gosh, this is so. I really respect him. Okay. Are you kidding me? I, I, All right. I, 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 well, we appreciate all your views on the election. I'm sure some other people Thank will call Thank you us. so much for calling this morning. Have a great weekend, man. 972-647-1893. Your opinions are important on this station. Marilyn Davis is uh, the Texas AFL-CIO organizer, and she is going to be on March the 1st at 7.30. She's going to be at the Garden Cafe, 5310 Junius, for the for the election watch. That's in East Now, Dallas. I don't think the AFL-CIO or labor movement has a particular place they want to go, but if you want to go where Marilyn Davis is going, mm-hmm. it'll be at the Garden Cafe, 5310 Junius, to watch the election results. And there's a watch party at the Dallas County Democratic Party uh, headquarters as well. What's the address there? 1414 North Washington, 75204. And it's about five minutes away from the Garden Cafe, so you could bounce between the two of them. All right. Do we have another <laughs> caller, Pierre? Okay, good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Thanks for waiting. Good morning. This is Councilwoman Austin. How are you doing? Good All morning, right. sister. How are you? I'm fine. I wanted to just take this time to give a shout-out to the communication workers. Uh, they reached out to us, and I say us, some of the council members, uh, just to begin to stress and underscore and emphasize the importance of us having them at the table and their voices at the table and making sure we represent the interests of communication workers as we deal with this infrastructure uh, issue in terms of funding. Good and deal. So it was, yeah, and I'm so excited about that because they're coming in at a time when we're beginning to formulate uh, projects and especially uh, uh, appreciate the fact that they understand the impact that this pandemic has had on on, on our children, just the whole yes. world of education, just how it impacts us from a quality of life standpoint, potentially for years to come. And so they're pushing for equity uh, as it relates to the communication workers. But they what what didn't come out of that meeting, and, and, and as I continue to think about the conversation, is that their conversation also impacts the need for us to underscore not only the importance of the creation of jobs and protection of their jobs, but also the impact of the need to develop curriculum that begins to help educate future uh, individuals or uh, employees as if to create a new labor force that's centered around the digital digital world. And knows the importance of, of unions. 
Mm-hmm. Right. It definitely, and you know, I am a junior person, but you know, so as an educator, you know, they always tell you can't, you can't strike up like, uh, I know we can, but you know, that's another conversation. Yes. But holistically, <laughs> <laughs> but holistically, what we need to continue to support and continue to educate, and I do welcome the education from, from the uh, workers union, is that we have to understand it's about also equity when it comes to the infrastructure and the communications. These underserved communities are going to continue to be underserved until we have a major revolution in terms of communications, infrastructure, and distribution. Mm -hmm. And case in point is, we're talking now about G5. Right, 5G. Yes, ma'am. All right. Well, I realize by the time we get five in many of our underserved areas, they, the, the next move is already being made to six. No, no, that's this is 5G is going to be probably the as far as they can go because of the interference with uh, other types of communications. So they're working very hard to make 5G as uh, as efficient and able to grow as possible. Yeah, but the point is that we need we need more internet access. Oh my God, we need in all communities. Is that right, sister? Yes. You correct. You need it, but my point is this: there's never by the time you get the towers placed oh, right. in the underserved areas to serve, they're on to another platform. Mm, now, I see. You're saying okay, we can do standardized five, but I don't have much faith in that because they're never going to allow unless you have the political will to have equity unless you continue to fight for those underserved communities. That's right. And so it's good to have the communication workers to continue to keep this in the forefront, but it's also good for them to continue to work with us and us to work with the communication workers and the laborers just in general yes. so mm-hmm. we can push for candidates who understand equity, the lack thereof, and basic quality of life and understand how the game is being played and we have to decide if we're going to continue to play dominoes or we're going to or we're going to play chess right and so thank 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 the thank the, uh, labor for for work reaching out to us and i'm going to continue to uh encourage that relationship to get stronger uh and stronger as we push to protect our communities who really need us the most so thank you all Excellent. for having this program and just the opportunity to share thank, thank you, you so, so much, much for calling you it's nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. And this call. this type of a coalition, this type of a partnership, can push the corporations, AT and T, into doing their part mm-hmm. uh, in expanding fiber throughout the city. I see. We have another call. That'll be faster then. Yes. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello. Yeah, on the air. Hello. Yes. Hello, buddy. Yes. Gene. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, how you doing? <laughs> you come on the air right quick. I just, just answered the phone and was on the air right away. <laughs> Surprise. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, you were talking about these, oh my gosh, I am so sick of these Republican <laughs> candidate commercials. <laughs> my goodness. They, they have no substance whatsoever. All they use is the border wall. They use Trump indoors. They have no substance, no thoughts for themselves. The, uh, on how to how to fix the, the economy, how to fix the grid, how to, important stuff that affect everybody. Right. And I can't believe people will vote for these people. They don't. They're shallow. They're, they're empty inside. All they care about is power and, and, and whatnot. And, and money. It just 
and money. That's unbelievable it. how you think this is how conservatives think this is conservatism. It's not. Nope. It's just plain uh, uh, terrorism. Is what you <laughs> what I would call it. Terrorism. It's white supremacy. I was going to say greed. I was going to say greed. It is white supremacy. uh, And people like Herschel Walker is just right there in the trap. I'm surprised the boy doesn't have a hood yet. Because he is right up in it. It, He's right up in it. It's just unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, you know, actually, it's believable. Yeah. But I just, I just can't, I just can't. I've fathomed for the life of me how it's gotten to this point. You know, they still push the same agenda, and, you know, and people will fall for it. And, you know, because they're so racist, they'll fall for it and vote these people in. Yeah. And they have so, so much money to spend on this yes. advertising. Yes. Even they though, they're, so even though you're the second caller that said they're not really saying anything, but it's, they're saying nothing a lot. Yeah. Because <laughs> they have an awful lot of money to get on the air and say nothing. Right. And they're saying, and they're, they're like, just boom, boom, boom. They're yeah. commercial. Like they're one, two, three, one, two, three, and then you get ten minutes of the show, and here comes three, two, uh, one, three, two, one. What? Yeah, and they beat you. They beat you over the head with it. Yeah. You know? so, mm-hmm. I, I, ch- I change the channel every every time I, oh, I see uh, one of those idiot, idiots come on. You know, Bush or whatever, whoever. They get mute, you know? and, and, and they and they they parade. They parade their some of them parade those children. Parade their oh. children. You know, the wives and children. How despicable are you? You know. Oh well. You have no. You know, Miss Miss Guzman talking about my father was murdered by a an immigrant and a an illegal immigrant. Yes, and my, she said the first thing. The first words out of her mouth is, I am the child of an immigrant. Man, get out of here yeah, with that. Yeah. And, and then yeah. And you, you should, of all people, should understand their plight. But no, <laughs> you want you want to use. You want to use that against, uh, to get votes. But anyway, thank you guys for listening to me. Thank you, love. Have a great day. Thank you. We're kind of getting stacked up here. 972. I think we have to take a, do we have to take a break? We have to take a break. So hang on the phone. Okay, just hang on. We'll be right back. Back on the Workers Beat, you can call us at 972-647-1893. The station actually loves it when you call. And somebody's and there, there right now. There comes somebody now. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello. Yeah. Hey, Gene, Bonnie, how you doing? Good morning, right. brother. All right. Look, I was waiting on my update from you guys on Shingle Mountain. Oh, yeah. Well. You know what? Last Monday, this past Monday, was uh, the one-year anniversary of Shingle Mountain being gone. Uh, and we are working very hard. Floral Farms is actually the neighborhood where that was located. There really is a neighborhood down there. Uh, and those folks are, are, it's called Neighbors United. They are working very hard to turn all that whole area, there's three plots of land, into a park. Uh, and it's we have all kinds of support. We're Southern Sector Rising is just doing an absolutely fabulous job uh, putting together the plan uh, and fighting City Hall because you know we still have to fight them every single step of the way. Right. Yeah, I knew you guys were on top of it. I heard something about this having some problems with some runoff water over there or something. We're really concerned about the plot in the lot in the back because it does back up to the creek. So there was there was bad 
stuff back there. So we want to make sure that the remediation takes care of that so we have no toxicity, toxins going into the into the creek. Okay, good. You guys stay the course. Appreciate it. Thank yes, you so Thank much, you. brother. Thank you. You can call us, too, at 972-647-1893. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Yes, thank you, Pastor. My call, uh, concerned citizen, please. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Uh, okay. Okay. I'd just like to uh, comment on, you, you know, it's a three-letter word in the Bible that speaks uh, a lot. Yeah, you can't hardly get away from it. And what we're going through now is war. It's wars everywhere. Uh, we got war against disease. We got war against COVID. Uh, wars against family. Mm-hmm. Wars against everything. I mean, we just need to get together mm-hmm. some kind of way and uh, stamp out war. I think we can do it. I think we can, It's going to be a hard job, but I think that we can do it. And, you know, voting is the first step. We don't even hear anything about COVID now. All we hear is war. Uh-huh. War. Well, I can tell you, it's a horrible word. It's a horrible word. I'm particularly upset about that because, because we often say here on the Workers' Beat that we uh, say that we talk about things from the point of view of working people. And it is so clear that, that the other television stations and radio stations don't they're talking in the behalf of the corporations, yeah. and the corporations are beating the war drums. Uh, they're not, their kids are not going to go to any war. Their kids the are not going to die bleeding on some battlefield. No, because they'll be making. But they'll be they'll be making money out of this, and uh, gas and prices. I don't care what anyone says about this radio station. If you have anything negative to say, God bless you. All right. I love this radio station. Thank you, brother. Thank you very much. We and, appreciate and you. We love you too. Yes, sir. Thank we you. Do. And you can call us day, too. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. But it's absolutely true that all the stations, all the TV, all the so-called news is just beating the war drum, saying let's all get get as ugly as we possibly can. And uh, we're not doing that on here. Thank oh, goodness. No. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. <laughs> Hello? Yeah, Hello. you're on the air. You're on the air. This is Clifton Bowers. Hello? Good morning. Do you hear me? Yes, sir. Yeah. Hello, this is Clifton Bowers. Okay, sir, you got to take off your, or turn off your, your the sound on your radio and okay. listen to the Here phone. Yeah. Okay. But the whole world is listening to you, Mr. Bowers. All righty. Okay, uh, I wanted to express about the Republicans and the conservative and the corporate mess. Mm-hmm. I left from Texas and I live out here in California. There's lots of bogus lies that Texas says about California. Oh, Number yeah. one, cost of living. Mm-hmm. Tax rates are higher in the Dallas Metroplex than they are in La Jolla and Malibu. Is that right? That's also, right. Also, uh, the pay rate, people are paid better here. They get better also utility rates and tax rates are less in areas mm-hmm. that you get in the Northern California, it changes. And healthcare. But the difference between Northern and Southern California. Mm-hmm. Also, another thing was the reason I came out here was to help with the homelessness, and we've been doing lots of projects, and it's been going along oh, rather well. Good for so, you. Uh, you know, I didn't want to sit around and listen to Republicans. They complain about, 
well, why don't they do this and do that? Well, why don't you go down there and help feed the homeless at the shelters? Mm-hmm. And maybe you might have a different perspective about the homeless. Oh, no. They could never. Three levels, three tiers. Mm-hmm. Another thing that they have a tendency to do was back in the 80s, in the 90s, I was working with a volunteer in the AIDS Resource Center. I helped raise lots of money for it, got it awareness. And I would tell them, and say, why don't y'all go down there and work at the Resource Center? Yeah. Maybe you'll get to know some gays. Oh, no, no, you know. See, they, 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 they avoid the situation. But see, see, I'm a Libra. I've got to check out both sides. Amen, brother. Anyway, Libras are the uh, best. <laughs> I can put them out. And another thing that pisses me off about most Americans is that they say you have to speak English. Well, I speak about four different motherfucking languages. Oh, my God. Um, you know, parlez vous français, hablez espanol, spoken de Dutch, et vous italien. But anyway, um, that, I was raised out in East Texas in Biggestville, Greenville, Texas. Yeah. In Greenville. Oh, wow. As well as the First Baptist Church of Dallas. Uh-huh. Both of those places is where the pit of evilness Talk to preachers, brother. (laughs) That's our studio audience applauding. As a child, between the ages of two and four years old, a deputy sheriff in Hunt County in 1964. Wow. Wow. Okay, so I cut that all out in the air, and I do plan on suing the state of Texas. Or probably over a billion dollars. Hey, let me. Did you? I don't know if you if you watched the news from from Dallas, but the founder of the AIDS Resource Center actually passed away this week. Well, I, I don't remember who that was. I, I can't think of his name. It's on the front page of the Dallas Morning News. So I work with Mary Franklin mostly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you well, so, much, so much, man. For the word. We appreciate it. California. All right. Thanks, man. And something came out this week from the Kiplinger study yeah. that Texas is in the 10 least tax-friendly states. <laughs> so the idea that te- Texas is <clears throat> is better for tax for taxes is apparently is, not true. That's a fantasy. You know, the, and the guy's right. They do pay higher taxes in California, but not as high as we do. Uh, I can tell you that when my sister, before she, she's not 65 yet, and she actually, actually she just turned, sorry, but she was disabled. Mm-hmm. She was able to get health care and a, a stipend from the state. Oh, she lives in California. She lives in California. Oh, I see. She has health care, a stipend from the state. When when I was uh, when I was ill and I couldn't go to work, she goes, "Well, you're getting paid, right?" I said, "No, not in Texas, baby. You don't get paid. You get nothing. You get no insurance. You get no health care. You get nothing." A long trucker convoy has left California. Oh, yeah? And is heading for Washington, D.C. to block traffic. Oh, The boy. way they did in Canada. I and think they've got millions of dollars. A lot of it came from here. Of course it did. There was a, a yeah. construction magnate in McKinney, I think, that sent them a whole bunch of money. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Uh, they are going to block traffic and shut down the government <sighs> in Washington, D.C. I don't Nine, think they're going to be as fortunate as they were in Canada. 972. <laughs> Six four seven one eight nine three is the number, and we all are proud to announce that 
the United Steel Workers Local 13243 oh my God, this is will so be wonderful. going back into work on March the 7th. They have been locked out by ExxonMobil since May the 1st last year. Nine and a half months. They have, they have accepted a contract and they will be going back for standing union strong on March the 7th. I got this from the retiree leader, Reverend Harmon Dent, who organized awesome. support especially from retirees and the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans was happy to respond to Reverend Dent and they made major contributions to the solidarity effort. Uh, North Texas gave gave mightily during the Christmas effort that was organized by Dallas and Tarrant AFL-CO and particularly uh, Mariah Warwick and Angela DeFilippo. Angie DeFilippo, yeah. Who uh, helped raise thousands of dollars. Fabulous job. Texas AFL-CO raised the most money. Yeah. And uh, and a lot of people, it wasn't just money. They also sent uh, Christmas presents for the children. And food and uh, staples, you know, like shampoos and body washes and things like that. You Mm -hmm. don't think about all that. But when you haven't been able to get a paycheck in X number of weeks, guess Mm -hmm. what? All that stuff's getting low at the house. I found out that they, during that time, the workers did not draw strike benefits, but what they did was bring their bills to the union hall and the the United Steelworkers of America paid their bills. So nobody lost their house. Nobody got evicted. Or anything like that. Nobody uh, had to miss a, a doctor visit or something. You know, that- during the whole lockout, and this was a historic national fight right. for nine and a half months. Yep. They stuck it out, and they finally ratified the contract. I think it was two hundred and fourteen to one hundred and thirteen. Something like and, that. And yeah. uh, so it was, it was substantially agreed that yeah. they would go back to work. I don't think they got a great contract. I don't know. No, nobody knows the exact details of the contract, but they did get a contract, and yeah. that's what they were and after it, all along. And it was ratified. So ExxonMobil was trying to get rid of them. Oh yeah, ExxonMobil wanted to bust the union. That was their whole. That was their whole goal it from was the beginning. A, a national union busting effort, a very important one, because yeah. if they had gotten away with it, then, then then you would have been next. That's right. That's right. Just so, don't think, don't think AT and T isn't coming after the union. You, but uh, I gotta say, our union is strong. And we had them here on KNON, and right. we boosted them as long with a lot of other people. That's right. Not a very many radio and television stations. No. I, can, I can tell you that. No. But uh, I'm happy to report that we won a victory. Solidarity won out yeah. in the Beaumont Refinery Workers. Thank goodness. Where's your applause thing? Oh, here we go, Bonnie. There goes our there goes our studio audience. <laughs> 972-647-1893. If you have something you want to talk about, I got dozens of things I want to talk about. I know you always have Office, Do you have any good news in there anywhere? Yeah, officer, besides that one. Officer Potter who killed Dante Wright. <gasps> yeah. And says she only meant to tase him. She, taser, 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 bang, bang, bang. She's Ooh, she's going oops. to prison. Uh, only two years, though, and uh, Mr. Wright's mother said it wasn't enough. She'll be in the jail for eight, for nine to 18 months, and then she'll be on supervi- supervised release yeah. uh, to but complete still, her. I don't want to go to prison for no 18 months. Well, I'm sure she'll Ahmad, be treated, you know. Ahmaud Aubrey's killers were convicted of hate crimes. That's good news. A man in Midland is pleading guilty to hate crimes. You know what he did? 
He saw an Asian family. He assumed they were Chinese, and he'd been listening to Trump talking about how the Chinese were responsible for the disease, which was a lie. Of course. Another lie. Another one. So he followed this couple into the the restaurant and got a knife and started stabbing their children. No! Yeah, and he has pleaded guilty. That was in Midland, Texas. And you know what? Those three cops that stood by and watched uh, Derek Chauvin murder George Floyd... (laughs) <laughs> They're all guilty. They got convicted. <laughs> They're guilty, guilty, guilty. That was my next one. Yeah! <laughs> and Judge, this is the good news. This Judge Katanji, I can't pronounce it. Katanji? That's it. Katanji. Uh-huh. Katanji Brown Jackson, Jackson. That's is right. going to the Supreme Court. She's been nominated by President Biden, the first ever black woman. Of course, you know, Ted Cruz says it's just a travesty. It's nothing more than uh, what is it called? Affirmative action. That's what he said. It's affirmative action on the Supreme Court. Black people are only, black women are only 6.5% of the population and it's just not fair. That's what Ted Cruz said. Ted Cruz said, and and here's my opinion. Mm-hmm. 6.5% of the population are not being represented in our government. And never have been. And never have been. So mm-hmm. shut up Cancun Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> 48% of the Americans don't care, but the AFL-CIO, our union leadership, they care. Yes. And they call for a speedy confirmation of yes. Judge Katanji Jackson-Brown to the U.S. Supreme Court. Yay! I'm proud of them for stepping oh, up on that. That's awesome. First, more than three decades after it was first introduced, a House bill that would create a commission to study reparations for black Americans has the votes to pass. In the say House. Say key supporters. Yeah. Sheila Jackson Lee from Houston has, has made an announcement that she thinks they're going to get a commission to study reparations. It doesn't mean you're going to get reparations. No. It just means they're going to at last get uh, the first step which is a commission to study it. Well, and uh, thanks to Sheila Jackson Lee and other members of the Black Caucus in uh, Congress yep. for sticking with it and That's getting right. that done. 30 years they've been working on that. That's crazy. You better give the phone number. 972-647-1893. Station manager listens to see if we get out the phone number because... Uh, Everybody's supposed to call. I want to remind everybody that we love you, that you pledge to our show. We really need you to pay those pledges. And you got three months to pay it, okay? So you could, like, pay some of it now, pay some of it next month, or you could just set it up on the bank draft like I do, and it just comes out automatically, and you don't ever miss it. And we want to thank a lot of people, but we want to thank Doris from Bedford, Dennis and James. <laughs> this is funny because Dennis's last name is James. But there's also a James, and they from Arlington. We want to thank them. Yes. Lionel from Dallas. Arlene gave a, a, a whopping big donation. Thank you. She's from Dallas. And she added eight cents on there. So you make darn sure that you know which one is Arlene. That's right. Cause because it's, it's got the eight it's cents got on eight the cents. end Thank you. Rita, who's contributed before many times. Thank you, Rita. James from Dallas. Judy from Dallas. Elizabeth from Dallas made a whopping big big. Contribution. Thank you, Liz. And that's Elizabeth that knows this station backwards and forward. I love Liz. She practically started this station. Yeah, she was definitely there at the beginning. Gerald and Bonnie. There's Bonnie's name in there. Bonnie, Bonnie, Bonnie. Leon and the other Leon. Uh, Patricia, Scott, Charles, Imani, who just called a while ago. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Freddie, who's also from Duncanville. Yeah. 
Yeah. Joel from Plano. We don't get a lot of money from Plano, but we get some. I think we got some from like Victoria because that's where one of the people moved. They moved to Victoria. No, that's Marilyn from from Victoria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jean, Jeannie from Flower Mound. Yeah. Our big, our big contributors. We have some who kept great, us on the air again. We have great supporters. I must say, we I have can just hear Ted Drew's groaning, you know, because he's got he's oh no, Bonnie Mathias gonna stay nobody, on the air. Nobody, nobody loves him. Everybody, because I do talk about him. Yeah, I must you, say, I do talk about him. You imitate him. I, I mean, did. You, I, you like that? And you call him Cancun. Cancun Cruise. You know, because okay. last year during the horrible time when there were thousands and thousands of people freezing to death, he went to Cancun. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Blue Monday. Blue Monday. Oh, I hate Blue Monday. 972-647-1893 is the number. And you can call us, and we love it when you do. But we yes. only have 10 more minutes. And then... After we leave, they're going to play a recording, and it'll be my interview with Reverend Harmon Dent, who is a leader of the union in Beaumont, Texas. Oh, that, that's so great. They're just going back to work. Yeah, I think it's the only interview anybody did. Probably. And, uh, Nobody else cared. I was looking for good news, and here's some. Uh, it's not good news for a man named Tom Gaglardi. Because his construction company was forced to pay $160,000 in back wages to workers that they had stiffed on overtime and fake lunchtime hours. In other words, they faked. What? The they, they wrote down the wrong lunchtime hours on these guys Dude. just to cheat them. The Labor Department's Wage and Hour Division completed more than 3,000 construction industry investigations in fiscal 2021 and retrieved $36 million in back what? wages for more than 21,000 workers. Now, they stiff workers, especially construction workers, yeah. all the time because the, time. the boss keeps track of their hours. Yeah. And so they cheat them all the time. All the time. These particular construction workers are going to get back pay. And how do you how do you know how to do that if you don't have your own lawyer? It's pretty tough. Well, I recommend the Workers Defense Project. Absolutely, they 100%. are experts on getting your back pay that you got cheated out of, even if you're an immigrant. That's right. And here's the That's number right. for the Workers Defense Project: four six nine six five seven three nine two eight. These are guys that they're not lawyers either. No, well they, they have know, lawyers. But they know the law when it comes to getting cheated on your paycheck. That's right. And they have it's lawyers called, on staff, so there's a, there's a law in Texas I think it's called the Paycheck Law. Yeah. And yep. uh, Paycheck Fairness Act. Yep, yep. And uh, yeah, the Paycheck Act you can't you cannot make somebody work and not pay them. Yeah. That is against the law. And if in they Texas. work you over forty hours, they have, have to, pay to pay you, you overtime, overtime. Unless you're in food service or agriculture. Okay, we have a call. The number is four six nine six five seven three nine two eight. The number here on the station is nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Good morning. Thanks for calling K N O N. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, just wondering if you guys are willing to understand that the California caller they called a little while ago. Noble helping the homeless and doing all he can and looking out for people and that's a wonderful thing. But where you guys are lost and where you're failing, you're not acknowledging you're not acknowledging 
the problems that the homeless are caused from leftism to begin with. Ah, leftists cause, liberals cause homelessness. They enabled the homelessness. How's that? They enable and promote it. I see. Go so ahead. This guy's take, taking the moral high ground mm-hmm. and going and looking out for them mm-hmm. when actually you're, you're, you're taking care of your toe while your arm's beating your face in. I see. Well, you're so, okay. so what we should do, I know what we should do. extremely biased. Mm-hmm. We are, it's true. You're right, I am extremely biased because I, I love my fellow man. If you heard the if you heard the first of the program if you heard the first of the program, you'd have heard us say that we are in favor of working families. I'm talking about the part I turned the radio on and heard. It was appalling. You guys are okay. yeah. bye bye. No, no, don't cut him off. Don't Whatever. Let him keep talking. I don't care. Man, oh, we understand. You're racist, lady. You talk about Ted Cruz like that, you're, you're disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, okay, you're okay with, like, John Wally Price, and you're okay with that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's one of my friends, actually. Good friend. Call, yeah. call out evil yeah. as it is. I do. You'll have a lot more respect. Okay. Oh, please. That's my, that's Thank my you. advice. Thank you so much. I ain't worried about your respect, brother. And, uh, and we, we tried to make it clear at the beginning of the program we are in favor of working families. That's what so the man accused us of bias. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, true. That's right. We're in favor of working, of working families. families. And we are not in favor of big, rich corporations. Now, I know what his argument is. His argument is that if you starved those people to death, they wouldn't be homeless. Well, that's right, because they'd be dead. There be no homeless because they'd already be starved to death. <laughs> okay. Okay, good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello. Les is totally such an idiot. But anyway, I thought I would recall. But I went through that because I worked in the factories for years and enjoyed watching the pay go down. So Republicans have uh-huh. created the problem. He's an idiot. Mm-hmm. So God bless and save his soul. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. Bye, Thank you, brother. And, and you can call us, too, at 972-647-1893. We oh, welcome, let's all, let's welcome all, your opinion. Let's all remember who closed the mental institutions across this, this nation. Let's remember who put those people in the street to start with. Who was it? Ronald Reagan. And what was his political party? Oh, Republicans! Oh, my God. Well, I'm not old enough to remember that. Oh, okay. If you were waiting for your Porsche or Bentley to be delivered, <laughs> the Porsche or Bentley, of course, are cars that cost a half a million dollars or and, more. And they come from overseas. And if you were waiting for them to be delivered and they are not here yet, you may have to wait a little longer. Yeah. Because the ship was last seen adrift and on fire. I got that from the Washington Post. So your Porsche or Bentley may be late. Good morning. Thanks for calling Can and Win. Oh, good morning. Good morning. Uh, just uh, yes, uh, I want to come in. I was going to come in, but uh, that guy that just called and uh, berated uh, the uh, mm-hmm. guy uh, being homeless and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm against homeless people, too. I'm against the ones that are able to work and I did not that to work, but the ones that can't do and try, God, my heart goes out to them. I run across a lot and I do what I can for them. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, in South Dallas, they train those down there, homeless people down into my neighborhood there and just a block away from where I live. Yeah. So, uh, Plano's supposed to be a wealthy, uh, affluent, uh, uh, suburb, right? Yeah. Why would they send them all down there and not help them? 
they got the money, supposedly. Well, there's some so, communities that are actually, some suburbs that are actually buying old motels and rehabbing them yep. to make them housing for the homeless. Not in Dallas now. Don't don't get your story straight. <laughs> you know, it's a crime shame to be Republican. He want to talk about John Wallace Prize. Now, let me tell you something. <laughs> I go to war with John, John Wallace Prize before I would or special forces. Baby, you and me both. That's my brother. Absolutely. I was with the elite force in the military. So any of you have never served in the military, you need to be quiet. You want to talk about people, talk about uh, Ted Cruz and that damn, that SOB so-called president Trump talked about his wife. He's been up there now. He's up under his head. He's up under his head rubbing up on whatever he's supposed to have. All right. God bless you, brother. Oh, yeah, don't don't get you. Don't do that. Don't do that. Thank you, brother. Have a great day. Thank you. We have to cut him off because we we're, have we're out of time. And we don't we can't even talk about the Dallas Police Association joining a long list of Dallas's richest political donors in endorsing the Republican candidate hoping to replace County Judge Clay Jenkins. Oh, isn't that special? They bought a full oh my page goodness. of it. We have to go. Say goodbye, Bonnie. Goodbye, Bonnie.